0: The Giants swing a blockbuster trade for Darren Waller? Oh, and Aaron Rodgers makes his intentions very clear. That's the focus of today's TDN Daily. And- Welcome in to the Wednesday edition of the TDN Daily Podcast. Chris Schuber back with you here once again on the show. Hope everybody's having a great start to their Wednesday. A lot of news, a lot of New York-themed news here today on the show. We are going to talk about the New York Giants acquiring Darren Waller from the Las Vegas Raiders. And we, of course, are going to talk about about Aaron Rodgers going on to the Pat McAfee show and making his intentions incredibly, incredibly clear of that he wants to play next season and he wants to. That to take place in New York with the New York Jets. But before we dive into that, got to tell you about our friends over at Bet Online, your number one source for all of your sports betting needs this season. And you're always going to find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends over at Bet Online. They've got live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. Bet Online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. And all you have to do, head on over to the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your. 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Just make sure to use our promo code BLEAV that's B-L-E-A-V to receive those rewards. Bet online where the game starts. And boy, a very newsworthy, noteworthy episode of the show today. We obviously talked yesterday about what the heck was going on with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers proceeded to put his spin on things and clear some things up, but ultimately get to the bottom of this by making his intentions very, very clear to the world that he does want to play next season, retirement not on the table, and that he wants it to be in New York with the New York Jets. We will talk about that at the end of the show. But before, we got to talk about the big news in New York for the New York Giants as they went out and after putting the franchise tag on Saquon, Barkley after putting a a contract extension in front of Daniel Jones and getting that done to where they now have got their quarterback for next season for the next couple of years. They've got their running back under contract for next season. They went out there and made a big time move to uh, fix the uh, pass catching room there in New York. And they did it in a bit of a different way. They called up the Las Vegas Raiders and they said, Hey, We will give you the number 100 overall pick in the 2023 NFL draft to uh, get Darren Waller. And the Las Vegas Raiders said, you betcha, we'll make that deal. It will be done. And there's a lot to dive into here. First, let's talk about the impact that this has for the New York Giants. If Darren Waller is healthy and is able to be on the field for the New York Giants, he is a difference maker for them in the pass catching department. He is one of the rare, I would say, three or four tight ends in this league uh, that, that are math changers. They force defenses to account for them in different ways, and it creates a little chaos for the defense. It forces them to attack things in different ways. We talk about the math changer that Travis Kelsey is. We, th- we talk about the way George Kittle impacts the way a-, a defense has to attack the tight end position. Darren Waller, when he is healthy – does also provide that same type of impact to a team and and to the way the defense has to approach them. So from that perspective, the New York Giants get a huge, huge weapon for Daniel Jones and we know the way this Giants offense is going to be constructed right they're still going to run the ball that with both Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley they're going to be able to do a great job protecting with all the investments that have been put in that offensive line and yes they're going to revamp uh, the wide receiver room and revamp some of the things that they have going on on defense but they don't play a very a brand of football that's chuck it deep down the field high profile offense we're just going to march up and down no they're slow they're methodical. They run the ball. They control the time of possession. They play good defense. That's the brand of football that Brian Dable is trying to inspire. It feels as if they're trying to slowly but surely evolve from that into the offense that we saw Brian Dable execute when he was in Buffalo with Josh Allen and all the weapons that they have. Well, guess what? Adding a prolific tight end like a Darren Waller is a great first step. I still think this puts them squarely in the mix to draft a wide receiver with their first uh, round pick in this year's draft and continue to revamp this room. And again, this is a slow process here. Brian Dable found a lot of success in year one. Joe Shane found a lot of success in year one. Maybe success that we didn't all think they were going to find. They found that success. They're going to build on it, and it may not mean more wins or the same number of wins, but they are slowly but surely making this roster better so that they can build a sustainable winner in New York so you give them a lot of credit. That's the the on-the-field part of this. That is the part of this that deals with what Brian Dable is going to have we talk about uh, the coaches being, you know, cooks in the kitchen, got to give them the right recipes. This is or the right ingredients. This is partly getting the right ingredients for Chef Dable to cook up a good offense in New York. But there's also the team building, asset management, resource allocation part of this from a GM perspective, from a team building perspective, right? And I think what Joe Shane did here was absolutely incredible. He took the pick that the New York Giants, one of the picks that the New York Giants got for trading Kadarius Tony to the Kansas City Chiefs. He took that third-round pick. They got a third and a sixth in that deal. He took that third-round pick, so additional capital that they that they got outside of what they already have, and they used that pick to go out and get Darren Waller. So they turned Kadarius Toney into Darren Waller. You would consider that a win. And yes, I know that there was a first-round selection uh, that was used by the New York Giants on – uh, Kadarius Tony in the 2021 NFL draft. But you know what? That was not Joe Shane's decision. Joe Shane was not the general manager at that point of time. This, this upcoming draft will only be the second draft that he has overseen in New York as the general manager. So you know what? There is something that needs to be done when you are a general manager, and it is risk assessment. It is cutting your losses. It is making sure that you don't compound a problem, and they decided to move on from Kadarius Toney when they didn't think he was going to be a fit in New York. They turned it into a third-round pick, and then they turned that third-round pick into, a Dar- into Darren Waller. So the way that I would look at it is, is if they use that first-round draft selection that they picked with Kadarius Toney to trade for Darren Waller, would any of us really be batting an eye at it? No, I think we would all applaud the decision that Joe Shane did here. So a lot of credit to to go around here. I think it makes the Giants better. On the field for 2023, I think it charts a a great course for the way that this team wants to be seen moving forward in terms of their offense, and slowly you're starting to see the way that this team is going to be remolded over the course of the next couple of seasons, but also I think this is one of the first moves that we've gotten to see in the Joe Shane era that shows his ability to understand the assets that they have at their disposal, to understand uh, opportunities, because the wide receiver market and the tight end market this year In terms of free agency, uh, not as big, right? Not as uh, deep, not as impactful as in years past. So you know what? They went out and viewed the trade market and said, that is our way of making an impact. That is our way of getting an impact player here in our building. And oh, by the way, they still have three picks inside the top 90 here coming up next month, number 25, 57, and 89. So they traded a pick. They traded a third-round pick to the Kansas City Chiefs, and they are still picking in each of the first three rounds uh, in this NFL draft. So great move all around, and, and a round of applause, and Giants fans should be ecstatic. And that's kind of the theme here for today's show, is that Jets and Giants fans are both waking up today and are both feeling very, very good today about the directions of their teams. The Giants, because of the big move yesterday, and they believe in the coach and the GM and, and that entire direction. But for the New York Jets... It is what Aaron Rodgers decided to do today when he went on Pat McAfee's show, and I will tell you that I woke up this morning after we had heard that Pat, yesterday that Pat McAfee was going to uh, have Aaron Rodgers on the show that he was going to, um, you know, clear up some things, and I thought, okay. What weird thing is Aaron Rodgers going to bring up? Is he really going to say anything? Is he just going to say that you know he hasn't made up his mind yet? Or is he going to say that he wants to play but hasn't decided where it's going to be? I didn't know we were going to get a lot of information. And it started out... The appearance, and I watched it all in the TDM Premium Discord with the TDM Premium Discord members. And if you're not a member of the TDM Premium Discord, uh, if you're already a TDM Premium member, it's just a feature of being a TDM Premium member. You can get signed up in there and hang out with us when we go live talking about some of these things that happen. Uh, But if you're not a TDM Premium member, you can sign up. You can get access to the Mock Draft Machine beta. You can hang out with us in the Discord where we do film studies. I go live in big moments like this to answer people's questions. we got a lot of fun in there, a great community that has a lot of conversations. But I went live in there hanging out with everybody having the conversation we all didn't expect much to uh, to happen and I watched the whole thing start to finish of Aaron Rodgers almost hour appearance on the Pat McAfee show and he at one point said that this is not going to be decision day and then he kind of paused and said because the decision has already been made and I thought okay but is he, not, is he really going to announce his decision? Certainly didn't seem like that was going to be something that was going to be the case. It certainly seemed that it, as if he was just going to say that he's made his decision, but uh, got to work through some of the particulars and that he'll be able to announce a decision soon. That felt very reasonable. Uh, and then he made it very clear that he went into the darkness retreat, 90% retiring, 10% wanting to play, came out of that darkness retreat. The messaging had changed from the Green Bay Packers' perspective on whether or not they wanted him back, that he wanted to play, And it is his intention to play this season uh, for the New York Jets. That was the announcement that he made on the show today. And there are a lot of different layers to this. Um, Puts a lot of pressure on the New York Jets to get this deal done because Aaron Rodgers has publicly stated that he wants to be a member of the New York Jets. Could you imagine if the deal falls through what the reaction will be from people like myself in the New York media at large, what that narrative will be like if they miss on Aaron Rodgers. But it also puts a lot of pressure on the Green Bay Packers it absolutely tanks any kind of leverage that they could potentially have. Because Aaron Rodgers has said that I am not going to retire. I want to play this upcoming season. I want to play for the New York Jets. I do not want to play for you. And so... This contract's going to sit on your books until you figure out what, what you're going to do with it. And so and he made it seem as though that has kind of been the holdup. The, the compensation part of it has been where things have kind of gone awry. Green Bay is asking for a certain amount, and maybe the Jets aren't necessarily budging. But this puts a lot of emphasis and puts a lot of leverage in the hands of Joe Douglas and the New York Jets. They still have some leverage. They still have some pressure, and there's still some leverage on the Green Bay side of things that this needs to get done. And the Jets have an impetus to get it done. But the Jets, knowing that Aaron Rodgers wants to play for them next season, and now he said it publicly to the world, They've kind of taken some of that leverage back, and they can kind of wait the Packers out. Okay, you want to keep him on your books? You want to keep him as an active member of your team because he's not going to sign the retirement paperwork? He's going to want to play for next season? Sure, you can go ahead and... You can go ahead and do that, and so puts a lot of the uh, the leverage into the hands of the New York Jets. And again, I I certainly think this was Aaron's way of saying, you know what? There's been a lot of noise about this. There's been a lot of things out here uh, that are inaccurate, and he kind of went through that laundry list of things. Um, and you can certainly see how loyal he is to his guys. He dispelled the rumor that he gave the Jets a wish list. Uh, he said that you know he's been asked about certain players, and he said, yeah, Alan Lazard is a great guy to have in the locker room. And so they asked me about him. I, I gave him I gave him an opinion, um, but extremely loyal. I mean, just look what he did for. There were over 400,000 people at one point watching the show on YouTube to be able to hear the decision. So if you are in Aaron Rodgers' inner circle, if you are part of the people that he trusts and he believes in, man, you get that kind of support. And I want to make it very clear. This is not me being wishy-washy now and being full bore into the Aaron Rodgers as a New York Jet. I am obviously excited that Aaron Rodgers is going to be the quarterback of the New York Jets next season. I'm more excited than ever that it feels like we are getting closer and closer to this being over, but I've been very clear from from day one. I still want to see what the renegotiated contract looks like. I still want to see what the compensation ultimately looks like, although I have less concerns about that today than I did maybe yesterday when doing the show and when I've had talking about this in the past because I really don't know what the Packers could even begin to ask for at this point unless they really want to play hardball with Aaron and the Jets and really kind of make this thing drag out. Um, and obviously... He, since he said he was 90% retiring, it does bring up the the nerves of what happens at the end of the season, and I still have concerns about where they stick in terms of the AFC pecking order, but it certainly feels as if the New York Jets are getting a pissed-off, ticked-off version of Aaron Rodgers that is going to want to showcase to the Green Bay Packers and to the rest of the NFL world that he can still do this, and then he could potentially win a championship. So that part of it excites me, and I've always said from day one that the moment he's the quarterback of the uh, New York Jets, I'm all in. I will be rooting for him, and I'll be rooting for, their jet, for the, for the Jets' success in 2020. I just have questions about the true realistic nature of it and the sustainability of it long-term. But you know what? For one year, we will, uh, as one member of the TD and Premium Discord told me to do, enjoy the ride, and that's exactly what I will do. But you cannot – I don't think if you are a Jets fan – even somebody like myself who's been extremely kind of pessimistic about this has been extremely on the fence uh, hasn't really liked the way it's all gone down still feels long-term concerns here still wonders what 23 23 can actually be I don't know how you can uh, not listen to the words of Aaron Rodgers saying it is my intent to play and it is my intent to play for the New York Jets and not be extremely excited about that possibility and you just got to let the chips fall where they may and see what uh, your organization what your team is able to do here over the next couple of days to get this done and then again once he's actually in the building, what this means towards players wanting to come here and wanting to play with Aaron to have an opportunity to win a Super Bowl. So Giants fans should be extremely happy that they got themselves probably the top option in their offense for next season Uh, in terms of Darren Waller and the New York Jets fans. You finally got an actual word from Aaron Rodgers that he wants to play next season and he wants to play for you and your team, the New York Jets. So you don't have to hear it from Trey Wingo. You don't have to hear it from Adam Schefter. You don't have to hear it from Ian Rappaport. You don't have to hear it from Diana Rossini. You heard it from the man himself, cleared up the record today and said, I want to play for the New York Jets. And so a great day to be a fan of either New York team that share a building in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Uh, We'll be keeping an eye on this when this actually gets done. We are also keeping an eye on some of the big free agency moves. Jordan Poyer going back to Buffalo. If we want to sneak in that third New York team in there, the Buffalo Bills getting Jordan Poyer back. Not really, uh, didn't really think anyone uh, thought that was going to be the case. I think a lot of people thought he was going to leave and go someplace else, but it's a two-year deal bringing him back to Buffalo. So some good news there on the Buffalo front as well. So we are keeping an eye on the rest of the waiver wire, or the transaction wire, and free agency and everything that is surrounding the NFL media landscape right now. And again, still waiting for the official confirmation that Aaron Rodgers has been traded to the New York Jets. But he made his intention very clear and made it very difficult for both of these teams to operate other uh, in, than in that capacity where this trade this happens and he goes to the New York Jets. It's going to do it for us here on this edition of the show. hope you enjoyed a little bit of a deep dive into the New York market and what they were able to accomplish here over the last 24 hours or hope to accomplish here uh, over the last 24 hours. Uh, thanks to you for making this show a part of your day. We're seeing some great uh, support for the show. The numbers continue continuing to rise each and every day that we do the show. So that is a thanks to you and telling all the people uh, in your life about the show and how much fun we have here discussing all of these football topics. So a big thanks to you, a big shout out to you as the show is continuing to grow and is doing some of the better numbers that it's had in a very long time. So greatly do appreciate that. I want to thanks Ben online for their continued support of the podcast. Hope everybody makes it a great rest of their Wednesday. I will talk to you all tomorrow.